So here we are once again talking about testosterone. And I know you're thinking, well, you've done podcasts on this before. You've talked about this before. But it's worth circling back to because it's so vitally important. And we're talking about it today because a new study has come out that shows that a low-fat diet actually can decrease a man's testosterone by 10 to 15%, which is a lot. So when we're talking about the optimal lab value ranges and what's important for a man to be at, and we're going to tie in women too, that's why the title was Men and Women. So gentlemen and ladies, this is for both of you. So don't tune out because we're talking about testosterone. Ladies, you have to listen too and take notes because you have optimal levels. Men, you have optimal levels. And we're going to get into how important it is for your mental health, for cancer prevention, for neuroprotection from age-related diseases. We'll get into all of that. And then we'll get into how your diet can impact the different levels. So testosterone, testosterone, just like I said in the title, low testosterone will make you fat. And I know that caught your eye, but we're going to talk about all the other health benefits as well. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. You're listening to the Thyroid Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Horneman, functional medicine practitioner, functional nutritionist, thyroid and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, then let's get started. So welcome and thank you for joining me. First, I'm just going to get into, let's, let's just do an overview because I, I think the, I think testosterone gets a bad rap. I think everyone thinks of it in terms of bodybuilders taking steroids and doing too much and pushing their levels up too high. And while that does happen, I think that casts a bad shadow on how important testosterone is. So when we're looking at optimal levels, first, let's start there. When you look at the lab value range for testosterone, now we're talking about total. So there's going to be total and there's going to be free bioavailable. So when we are looking at the total testosterone levels for a guy, it goes from 225 or 250 all the way up to 1100. That is your standard lab value range. Now, obviously that's huge. That is way, way, way too big for us to say to a man, if you come in at 285, that you're normal. So optimal range for a man is 600 or above. I don't care what your age is, it's 600 or above. Bioavailable free testosterone, we want in the upper half or upper quadrant of that. So that goes for males and females. 
We want that in that upper like quarter, that upper quadrant of the, the free range. The total usually stays the same. The free bioavailable can change from lab to lab. So I want to say in the, the upper half, upper quadrant of the free bioavailable range. Now, what happens when you come in at a 400 or 450? You're going to be told that you're normal. What happens if you come in at a 280, a 290? You're going to be told that you're normal, but you're far from. So men, listen up, you want to be 600 or above. And of course, we look at sex hormone binding globulin. We look at your estrogen levels because that's going to play a role. As estrogen goes up, your testosterone will go down. This is for males and females. But that is your optimal lab value range. Now, ladies, I don't even, I can't even remember what the, the lab, I want to say it starts at 20, maybe like the, the standard lab value range. I don't even look at the standard lab value range anymore. I just go right to the number and then have a conversation with my ladies. So if you are coming in really, I mean, under 30 is kind of, you're probably not going to be your absolute best. I mean, some women can do great at 25, 20, 25, but really, I mean, below 20, that's a huge red flag. Below 30, we have a conversation and I would say optimal is really between 30 and 40. Now, that being said, I have some ladies, I have some patients that they're up in 60, 70 range and they feel great. I have one patient that's in the 200 range, which is like a low male testosterone number and she feels fantastic. You cannot touch her testosterone. So she wants to stay right there with no androgenic side effects. So no side effects of facial hair and I don't know, acne, none of that. They feel great. So it still is individualized. You may feel as a woman, you may feel better in the 50s, 60s, even 70s range for the total. And men, hey, you might feel better 800, 900, 1,000, right? It all is kind of tailored to you and your body and how you how you respond. We have to have cutoffs where we say functional medicine says when you're under 600, not going to be feeling too great. So we want you above that. So those are just, those are the ranges. I wanted to go over those so you had an understanding of when I say optimal, that's what I mean by optimal. So let's go over a few other points of testosterone before we get into this study. Testosterone, did you know, is protective of breast and prostate cancer. Protective of. So it, and it actually can be used after breast cancer treatment. So after you go through radiation and chemo, testosterone supplementation, hormonal replacement can be used after to actually prevent recurrence of breast cancer. Now, this is outside of the conventional range because so many doctors say no hormones for you, like Seinfeld, no soup for you, no hormones for you. And these poor breast cancer patients, they feel fat and bloated from the chemotherapy and their body's going haywire anyways. And now we withhold a hormone that will help them feel better with no definitive studies in testosterone causing breast cancer resurgence. There are no definitive studies in this, but I think our, our medical world, and we can get into this in a moment, is so narrow-minded because they're going off of what they learned in med school that they haven't entered into the new developments. And we stay kind of closed up. They stay closed up. And then these treatments that I guess you could say anecdotally and in some studies have been shown to 
actually help breast cancer patients post-treatment. So don't let your doc say no hormones for you because they might actually help you. The other thing we have to think of when we're thinking of testosterone is the protection against cardiac arrest, cardiovascular disease. It actually protects the heart. It prevents type 2 diabetes. It reduces the need for insulin. It lowers cholesterol. It's neuroprotective against Alzheimer's. There's so many benefits. I really don't know why we are not checking this more often and using this as a therapy for more disease states, for prevention, for anti-aging. Now, your anti-aging docs definitely use it. Hello. They know and they're, they're in the know and they're up to date on the tremendous benefits of testosterone for men and women. But conventional medicine, if you rely on that and you stay in that conventional medicine box, you may be holding yourself back from feeling your absolute best. So that's my little blurb on testosterone benefits. I mean, listen, we need it for fat burning, right? So I said that you're going to gain, you're going to gain weight. So if we see men and women in that low range below what I said was optimal, we will absolutely see a decrease in metabolism. So what ends up happening is that lack of testosterone will lower your body's ability to build muscle. You'll actually start losing muscle. So the longer that you go with low testosterone levels, the more muscle loss you will notice. And it might be, it might be just be this trickle effect, right? Where you're, you're going to the gym and you're, you're lifting heavy and you know, you're lifting heavy, but you're, you're seeing no changes whatsoever in your muscles. And you're actually seeing almost like a, a shrinking effect, and you chalk it up in your mind, I guarantee it, you chalk it up in your mind to just getting, well, I'm just getting older, so I'm going to lose muscle. I knew this was going to happen, saw it happen to my mom, saw it happen to my dad, you know, all these old people at the gym, they're just, they're just losing muscle, and that's, that's just what happens. No, you do not have to, you do not have to lose muscle mass, you do not have to succumb to gaining excess body fat just because you're getting older. That's what anti-aging medicine does. That's what we do in functional medicine is we look at you as a whole person, not just your thyroid, but all of your sex hormones too. And we get those optimized, especially testosterone. Now, the sister to testosterone is estrogen. And I said I would touch on that before we dive into the study that came out. High estrogen will lower testosterone levels in males and females. How do we get high estrogen levels? That's where your exposure to toxins and pesticides and all the crap that you slather on your body from Bath and Body Works. And every time you microwave in plastic and every time you buy food wrapped in a plastic container and that plastic leaches in and your BPA-free quote-unquote water bottle that really is just bisphenol F or bisphenol S that's leaching bisphenol chemicals into your water, thus increasing your estrogen levels. There's xenoestrogens everywhere, everywhere, everywhere in this world. And you are encountering them on a daily basis. When you grab the receipt from the grocery store, you are actually touching and absorbing BPA. Every single thing that you put on from makeup to body wash, to lotion, to shaving cream, to perfume is estrogenic. The candles that you burn, the plug-in Glade air fresh things, the Febreze that you spray in the bathroom, all estrogenic. So you can see we are bombarded 
with xenoestrogens, fake estrogens that will attach to the estrogen receptor site and actually cause high estrogen levels. Alcohol, beer, processed food. I could go on and on and on and all of these jack up, not bump up. They jack up your estrogen and will push down your testosterone. Another marker that we like to test is sex hormone binding globulin. When this goes up, test will go low. So if you want to lower sex hormone binding globulin, in addition to actually treating with testosterone replacement therapy, we want to number one, optimize the thyroid that will help lower SHBG. And then we can use boron for just three to four months because you don't want to be on that longer than that. Nine milligrams per day. You do not want to stay on it long-term. Zinc use can stay on long-term. You can use that daily because low zinc levels will drop testosterone and will also interfere with thyroid hormone conversion. So if you have low zinc, your T4 to T3 is not going to be great. You might end up with high reverse T3, not enough free T3 to bind the receptor site. And then that will, in addition to the thyroid being off, lowering your testosterone, the low zinc will lower your testosterone. So you kind of have a double whammy hitting your test levels and driving them down. So zinc will lower sex hormone binding globulin, which will increase test. And the use of boron short period will lower sex hormone binding globulin and increase testosterone. In addition to while we're doing that, we have to optimize the thyroid function in order to balance that out too. You can't start treating hormones, sex hormones, without treating the thyroid first because your thyroid's all wonky and that's the master gland you can treat, treat, treat the hormones below it all day long. And that wonky thyroid is still going to drive those hormones to go wonky too. So you have to do both and. It's a both and situation. Sometimes we actually focus on thyroid first before we touch the sex hormones because we want to see once we optimize your thyroid, then where does your estrogen, testosterone, free and total, progesterone, where, where does all that land? Sex hormone binding globulin, LH, FSH, SHBG. Say that three times fast. I dare you right now. Go. I'm taking a minute to interrupt the podcast just to tell you how you can sign up for a free discovery call with me to learn how we can work together as a team and how I can help you to get your life back. So if you go to my website at amyhorneman.com and click on book a call, you can schedule a call that's convenient for you. It'll be about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and that's where you will learn what it looks like to work with me, everything that we cover top to bottom with your health, how we develop a treatment plan, a personalized nutrition plan, a personalized supplement plan, and how we work together as a team with me holding your hand to get you your life back. So that's the overview of tests. Now let me jump to the study. This study just released this month. This is a 2021 study. That's why I wanted to bring it to you. A new study conducted at the University of Worcester and published in the Journal of Steroid Biochemistry and Molecular Biology has found that low-fat diets decrease men's testosterone levels by 10 to 15%. So we said that in the beginning. Now, remember, we went over those optimal levels. A drop by 10 or 15% could be huge. So Let's do some basic math. I'm not going to do it in my head, kids. I'm going to do it right here. So let's say you have you happen to roll in with a testosterone of, so let's go with 600. Say you're at a test of 600. 
yeah, 600. And then you're eating a low fat diet. Then you're dropping down to 510. That's kind of icky. That's not where we want you to be. So 10 to 15% can be huge when we're talking about whether or not you feel good. This study focused on men. Does that mean that it's not applicable to women? No. This is totally, totally applicable to women too. These ladies, we've talked about the low-fat diet craze of the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s and how you have to get off of that because we need fat to make hormones. You need good fat in your diet. You cannot be on a low-fat diet and expect to feel your best. You need fat in your diet for your hair, your skin, your nails, and for steroid hormone conversion and production, meaning testosterone. Your test is going to be low, ladies, if you stay on a low-fat diet. So let's keep going with this study. Okay. Optimal testosterone levels are critical to men's health. Low testosterone levels are linked to a higher risk of heart disease, diabetes, and Alzheimer's disease. Healthy testosterone levels are also key for men's athletic performance, mental health, and sexual health, as well as weight. So we see that tie-in right away. There's the there's the long-term effects, right? There's the anti-aging component of we don't want heart disease. We don't want diabetes. If you have diabetes, that increases your obesity rate. That increases your fat mass. And then we don't want the neurodegenerative aging diseases like Alzheimer's and dementia. So protection against that is optimal testosterone, not a low-fat diet. The two go together. And then we look at kind of the, the lifestyle aesthetic piece. So your ability to build muscle, your ability to burn fat, your mental health, your motivation, your libido, all of that is tied to optimal testosterone levels in males and females. So ladies, I did um, a podcast with the thyroid refresh ladies, and we talked about libido. And I did place that on, you can go back and we'll link that in the show notes for this podcast. We will link the episode where I talk about libido. It definitely is correlated with your testosterone level. If you have low test, you're not going to have a libido. But then we do have women that have an optimal testosterone level and still no libido. And that's where we dive a little bit deeper into what's your estrogen level, what's your thyroid doing, um, what's even your mental state. So tying this back to test, yeah, low testosterone can drop your libido, but the fat that it puts on you and the weight and the inability to lose weight and the inability to build lean muscle that gives you those, you know, sexy curves, that's going to lower your libido because you're not going to want to get naked. You are not going to want to get undressed whatsoever when you can't even stand to look at yourself in the mirror or you can't even stand to get dressed. And that's where my thyroid patients start at. That's where low testosterone and thyroid ladies start at. They are, they cannot lose weight no matter how hard they try. They are gaining weight rapidly and they just don't feel good about themselves. So that is critical, critical to having a good libido is feeling good about yourself and having your testosterone be optimal. This study also goes on to say that since the 1970s, there has been a decrease in men's average testosterone levels and rates of hypogonadism. So this is medically low testosterone. Now, what gets me about this it has have been increasing. What gets me about this sentence is that since the 1970s, we've seen a decrease in men's average testosterone levels. So they're taking the average, meaning, you know, if you took a, a, 
a sample of men's testosterone and you averaged it out, the freaking average is only going to be probably 400. So now we're seeing a decrease in the average test levels, meaning a decrease from 400 down. That's alarming. And rates of hypogonadism, which is medically low testosterone, have been increasing. That means below that 250, 225 mark. And that is scary. So if that's increasing, if we're seeing more and more men coming in at 200, 210, 180, I mean, you're going to feel dead. That That's about it. You are going to feel like death. You're going to feel like you're 100. And actually, probably 100-year-olds have better testosterone than you do at 180. We could probably at least get, you know, squeak out a 250 out of a 100-year-old. But if you're walking around with a 180, you are going to feel like absolute death. So that rate is increasing. And then we see this is a systematic review, which is nice because it's not a randomized controlled trial where the numbers can be skewed. I mean, with any study, numbers can be skewed. But this is really nice because it's a systematic review and meta-analysis, which combined the results of six well-controlled studies with a total of 206 participants. So that's pretty big. And these studies first put men on a high-fat diet, which is 40% fat, and then transferred them to a low-fat diet of 20% fat and found that their testosterone levels decreased by 10 to 15% on average. And then particularly low, and I want ladies and gentlemen, see, I keep, I keep bringing you all in, right? Because I don't want you to tune me out because you think I'm talking about guys. Particularly bad were vegetarian low-fat diets causing decreases in testosterone up to 26%. So you're already on the low-fat diet that's dropping you by 10 to 15%. Now you're vegetarian too. You're not getting in any red meat, animal-based protein, branched-chain amino acids. You're just screwed. Now your testosterone is dropping by 26%. You want to talk about feeling like death? That's feeling like death. The authors linked the results to similar studies conducted in humans and mice. These studies found high intakes of monosaturated fats found in olive oil, avocados, and nuts may boost testosterone production. Let's also include in there the animal fats, like your grass-fed red meats, avocado oil, coconut oil. That's all going to boost testosterone production. However, omega-6 polyunsaturated fats, so your PUFAs, your PUFAs make you poof. Remember that. Your PUFAs will make you poof up. The omega-6 polyunsaturated fats predominantly found in vegetable oils like your canola and your corn oil and every oil that's used in restaurants may damage the cell's ability to produce testosterone. This is because highly unsaturated fats such as your PUFAs are more prone to oxidation, which causes cell damage. Low testosterone levels are linked to a higher risk of heart disease, diabetes, and Alzheimer's disease. That was just another quote that was thrown in, and I thought that I needed to say it again. The author stated that further research needs to be done in this important area. And we know that dietary fat is a controversial topic. Less controversial now, but I guess, you know, it's still out there. I still have my female patients that are scared of fat. They're literally living in the 80s and 90s, just low-fat everything, terrified of using fat, still using margarine. Is that instead of butter? Or they're using like the smart balance yogurt based because it's marketed really well. 
And they're not just using real, honest-to-God butter, lard, uh, tallow, olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil. Get back to the basics. Using a bunch of poofas and trying to stay low-fat, not good. Benefits of low-fat diets such as reduced cholesterol levels should be weighed up against the potential downsides such as decreased testosterone levels. Now, I just read that. That's not what I believe. So any uh, going back to this sentence, the benefit of low-fat diets such as reduced cholesterol, we don't want to reduce your cholesterol too much. And in fact, fat does not increase your testosterone or your cholesterol levels. High insulin does. So if you want to really increase your cholesterol – Keep eating the white processed foods, the packaged foods, all those foods that we talked about earlier that causes high estrogen. Keep eating that. Get your estrogen really nice and high and your testosterone low. Jack your insulin up through the roof. Gain a bunch of body fat. And I guarantee you, you will age quickly. Your cholesterol will go up to a point where we don't even like it where there's actually even too much cholesterol floating around. Um, your HDL is in the toilet. That's the good cholesterol. Your triglycerides are through the roof. Let's see, you'll be on a statin. You'll be on a blood pressure medication, probably a type 2 diabetic medication. You'll have no libido whatsoever. You'll be walking around with a ton of joint pains, aches, pains, excess body fat, low muscle. You'll have a, a dad bod all day long, and you will not be happy. So if you really want to lower your cholesterol, if your doctor says, you know what, Bob, you really need to go on this statin drug because you have high cholesterol levels, you say, doc, I got this. What I'm going to do is increase my dietary fat. And he'll say, Bob, what are you talking about? Don't you know that fat will increase your testosterone levels? So you need to stay away from red meat and egg yolks. And you'll be like, doc, listen, I listened to this chick. And she's a doctor and she's really smart. And she said that I need this good fat because there was this really awesome study that came out just this year that showed that low fat diets will plummet my testosterone. And then that will increase my risk of cardiovascular disease, as well as Alzheimer's, age-related disease, and various cancers. So I'm going to roll the dice here and I'm going to eat some fat. But what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do for you, doc, is I'm going to take out the sugars and the processed food and the white flour. And you'll see, I might even add in some berberine. And you will see that my cholesterol levels come down into a place where you're going to be really happy. And you're also going to test my testosterone and my estrogen. And you're going to see those come up and down respectively to where I'm going to be a pillar of health. And that's what you're going to say to your doc. Traditionally, dietary guidelines have focused on limiting fat intake. With the current UK and US guidelines, limiting fat intake to less than 35% of total calories. Let me pause there and tie this back into the whole low testosterone, you're going to get fat uh, title of today's topic. If you look back into the 1970s, this is when the American Heart Association released their guidelines for a healthy heart. And this is where they told everybody to go low fat. And they told everybody that carbs were okay. And this is where they told everybody to limit your fat intake to less than 35% of total calories. It may have even been lower than 35% back in the 70s. And if you look at a chart, you will see obesity skyrockets in 1977. Diabetes skyrockets in 1977. Sugar intake, grain intake, wheat intake 
skyrockets when the American Heart Association releases their guidelines to reduce your fat intake to less than 35% of your total calories. The study goes on. That was my little break in the action there, just to let you know. Huge, huge increase in obesity after we were told to lower our fat and bump up our carbs. However, as more research on the benefits of high-fat, low-carb diets is done, this traditional view is coming under increased scrutiny. In recent years, high-fat diets have been shown to decrease triglycerides, decrease blood pressure, increase HDL, the good cholesterol, and now with this latest research, increase testosterone levels. I think it's pretty powerful. I think it's really, really powerful. So what do we do, right? So now you're saying to me, well, okay, and thanks for um, all this advice, but now what? So this is where you want to test. You want to test your free and total testosterone, and you want to go by optimal lab values. Now, if you get this done by your conventional doc, you will be stuck in this cycle, like one of my patients is right now, where his doctor is telling him that he has to have multiple low testosterone tests spaced a few weeks apart. And if all of those come back low, because insurance requires two, three, four tests to all come back low, if they all come back low, then we'll approve a little bit of testosterone therapy. So think outside the box. If you're getting that answer from your conventional doc, maybe think of going the functional route. My nurse practitioner is A1M1 when it comes to testosterone. She treats a ton of cops, lots of cops, because you guys are under stress and you're working weird hours and you're drinking beer. So your testosterone is in the toilet and your estrogen is too high. Oil field workers, right? You're eating a cheats unless you're packing your own food. You're not working out and your sleep is all wonky. We see this just over and over again in the guys that we see. So guys, get your testosterone tested free, bioavailable, get your estrogen level tested because if that's high, we might need to use an estrogen blocker like aromatase inhibitor, um, usually prescriptions, sometimes DIM, sometimes calcium deglucurate to lower that. And then testosterone goes up, estrogen goes down. We can use things like zinc to lower sex hormone binding globulin, which will bring your test up. And then we can optimize your thyroid, which also helps the whole deal. Ladies, full thyroid panel, full, full, full hormone panel. So we want to see your progesterone. We want to see your estradiol, your estrone, free and total testosterone, DHEA, pregnenolone, FSH, LH, the whole deal. We want to see it all. And that way it's just, it's laid out beautifully right in front of us. And we can say, okay, this is the reason why your testosterone is so low because this is high and this is off and your thyroid is unoptimized. And here's what we have to do. And we lay out your plan. We can use some natural supplemental supplements to increase testosterone in both male and female. So um, I'll give you two examples. Male, we use Designs for Health Libido Stim M, which I still, if the company is listening, I don't like the name because it implies that we're just treating libido. This should be like whole health, full body testosterone booster M. Going to rock your world and give you a new life M should be the name of the product. So that's going to increase a man's testosterone naturally. So I had um, a fr my best friend's husband tried this and his test boosted by a hundred points just naturally. No other outside supplementation whatsoever. So that was a great jump doing it naturally. And then for my ladies, 
I recently had a patient come in with a test level of a four, four, F-O-U-R, four. Remember I just said that optimal test for ladies is like 30 to 40, sometimes a little higher, four. And through the use of Libido Stim F by Designs for Health, aka rock your world and give you a new life, a new body, a new self-esteem F, Libido Stim F, it raised her test to 20 in like a month. That's fantastic. So there are some natural things we can do in addition to the zinc and um, what else do we want to do? DHEA, calcium deglucurate to lower estrogen, high estrogen. That's the same with females. If you come in an estrogen dominant, we want to lower that. We want to look at your insulin. We want to look at your thyroid. So there all, are all kinds of things that we can do to improve your situation if you are rolling in with a low test. So no worries, no worries, no worries. But it is very important to know your numbers. It's very important to look at your diet and what you're taking in, in terms of, are you bumping up your own? Are you jacking up, not pumping? Are you jacking through the roof up your own estrogen level through what you're exposing yourself to on a daily basis from your Glade plugins, from your candles, from your body wash, to your face wash, to your lotion, to your, whatever you're slathering on all day long, um, to what you wash your clothes in, to what you wash your bed sheets in. If you are being exposed and absorbing chemicals all day long, that's probably going to jack up your estrogen level. So look at that. Are you eating a ton of processed foods, pesticides? Are you not buying organic? Are you eating Walmart meat? Are you eating a lot of plastic foods? Are you microwaving your food in plastic? Are you microwaving your food, period? Are you not drinking out of a, a stainless steel water bottle? All of that is going to contribute to your estrogen. So look at that. Now look at the fats in your diet. Are you eating a lot of Omega-6 fats. Are you not getting in enough omega-3s? And I don't mean in the supplemental form. Those can be rancid. They can do more harm than good. Are you not getting in enough omega-3s in your diet? Meaning the grass-fed red meat. Eat a steak. Eat a burger for God's sake. Use some olive oil. Eat some salmon. Wild-caught, not farm-raised. Use coconut oil. Use coconut flakes. Eat an avocado. Sprinkle some salt and lime on it. It's really good. Get in your good fats so you can high, have a higher omega-3 intake versus omega-6s. And do not, if you have vegetable oil or canola oil in your cupboard right now, just throw it out. Like, don't even donate it. Don't, I, nobody, nobody wants that. That's not good for anybody. Just throw it out. Get some avocado oil for high heat cooking, coconut oil for high heat cooking, Olive oil is just great for everything, salads, drizzling on vegetables, everything. And just switch that up and do not be scared of fat. Whether you're a man or a woman, I want you to come out of the 80s and 90s, move into 2021. We won't even say 2020 because we don't want to go back there. Move into 2021 and start eating a lot of good fat. Because what we you will see is your muscle mass will increase, your fat mass will decrease, you will be a happier human being, your mental clarity will improve, your mood will improve, your libido will improve, and your risk of pretty much all cancer will decrease, as well as age-related diseases. So we see a decrease in breast, prostate, breast, prostate, there's one other cancer that fell into those studies. Decrease in cancers, and neuroprotection, which we all want. Nobody wants to go through Alzheimer's and dementia. If you've had a loved one go through it, you know what it's about. You don't want to go through that. So protect your brain. 
Okay. I hope that gave you enough notes, enough nuggets to get started and get started changing things. Go back and listen to my other testosterone podcast. Listen to all the podcasts, actually. If you're not subscribed to the Thyroid Fix yet, please do so in whatever podcast platform that you listen to, whether it's Apple or Google or Spotify. Make sure you subscribe so you can hear everything that comes out that's new. And then it's just so fun to binge. You just scroll back through and you go, oh, yeah, this one's on testosterone too. I'm going to binge my testosterone podcast. And then I'm going to go back and binge all of her guest interview podcasts. And then I'm going to go back and binge all the thyroid podcasts. Well, I tie thyroid into everything. So you can just binge all of them. So please subscribe. Leave a review if you're on Apple too, because it helps tremendously. I love coming to you guys and giving you this information. Share this with everybody because everybody needs it. And a lot of people are stuck in the 80s and 90s and they're still eating low fat. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, please share this episode and check out the entire Thyroid Fix podcast on iTunes. And it would be awesome if you left a review. And just a reminder that anything you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat. So you always want to check with your doctor about any advice given on this podcast. And if you would like to schedule a discovery call, please refer to the show notes for all the links. Everything that we talk about in this podcast will be in there with a guide for you on how you can get your life back. Let's get fixed.